Welcome back to the Deconstructed Woman podcast. This is uh, Joji, and I'm here with Alyssa Marie. And uh, we're going to talk about something a little bit timely. Um, Alyssa Marie and I both watched the Super Bowl on Sunday, and uh, it was a wonderful game. And uh, But one of the things that I've been wondering about, I'm not a huge football um, watcher, so basically once a year I watch the Super Bowl, and uh, really it's the snacks and the commercials that grab me. And so it's sort of a tradition in my house. We do that. But I, it has been really distracting this year with the amount of time that Taylor Swift has brought up because she's dating one of the uh, Kansas City chief players. And it's amazing to me that um, of all the things that people could be focused on, that so many people are focused on the fact that Taylor Swift is actually in the stands supporting her boyfriend as he's going for... Uh, you know, probably one of the most important games of his career uh, being the fact that he's in the Super Bowl. And so I don't really understand it. Uh, it feels like there's been lots of jokes about her at the football games um, from lots of different award shows. It's been a common thread on it and late night shows. Everybody pokes fun at um, football and Taylor Swift and you know, uh, people are people are watching more football because they're going to be able to see Taylor Swift. And there was an article this weekend in the Chicago Tribune uh, by one of my favorite writers, Heidi Stevens, and she writes an article. She she writes a column called "The Balancing Act," and she talks about lots of different things. But this one was really about like you know why the focus on Taylor Swift and. Is there a wasted opportunity to really turn this around? And if your kids or your wife is really into Taylor Swift and you, you know, you love football, you know, this could be an opportunity to make this watching football a family event because your kids and your spouse or whomever will really, you know, it's sort of like a twofer. You get to watch football and you get to have, be around with your family because they do pan over to Taylor a lot. Um, now, I found it interesting, Alyssa, that you watch a lot of football um, and you're a diehard fan all season long. And you said that you really hadn't sort of caught up on all this uh, Taylor craze. So I'm curious to hear what your interpretation of this football season has been, given I'm sort of on the outside looking in, but you're actually in it. And um, you didn't think that there was a lot of distraction around Taylor. So give me your feelings about yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, I think that there's a lot of times in, in a lot of different sports where they pan out to the celebrities who are out in the crowd. You know, there'll be different um, individuals. And so I don't think that's any different. I mean, did they go back to Taylor more than once? I mean, usually that's like a one and done kind of thing. They did a couple of times, but I don't think that they stayed on her long enough for it to influence my perception of the game. I mean, you know, the game was going, it it didn't really distract from the actual plays. I think if it was obnoxious and they were panning to her every, you know, two minutes, I think that would definitely cause some alarm because we're watching the Super Bowl. But I didn't really see it as much of a, a change from them identifying, um, you know, different celebrities out in the crowd from time to time. So that's a pretty common thing. Um, you know, the commentators will talk about, oh, so-and-so is out, um, you know, uh, in the in the stands and things like that. Uh, it's not typically, uh, you know, too much of a distraction to the actual game because, again, you're, you're watching it. Um, there was, like, one commercial... Um, where Ryan Reynolds said, has anyone seen my wife? Because she was like 
Lively was with um, Taylor Swift. But I mean, like there was some poking fun in it. But again, I thought I thought it was pretty humorous. Um, so again, I'm not really sure what what the criticism is, because like you said it in what they're saying in the article, it's bringing more people to watch the Super Bowl. I mean, I think that some people watch it just for the commercials and it's, you know, kind of an annual uh, thing uh, to kind of see. And then there's a lot of commentary the next day. But I don't know why that would be problematic for her to be bringing more people to watching it, more people talking about, you know, football or her. Um, I think that it's great publicity for the NFL. I think I saw some article that said, like, the amount of money that Taylor Swift is bringing in for the NFL, uh, you know, is it's increasing viewership. So to me, I don't see that as a problem. I'm curious to, and I obviously don't have the other perspective. Um, you know, I, I think that there's probably individuals are like, you know, this is football. This is not a Taylor Swift concert. So maybe that's where the criticism comes from. But again, if, if it was interfering with actually watching the game, I could see that kind of through because I definitely want to be able to focus on the game, focus on the players, their plays, what's happening. And so if it was distracting, I would be upset because that's taking away from from the plays. But that really, in my mind, wasn't happening. So that that would be my two cents. I think that it's good publicity, but at the same time, you know, I don't think that it should be, I don't think it should be a problem, but I was saying to you earlier, like maybe from my perspective, I'm a woman. I have no animosity towards Taylor Swift. I honestly don't know many of her songs. I mean, like I know the older songs. I don't know any of her newer songs. Um, so I'm not a Swifty by any means, but I have respect for her. And I think that she is creating really like, you know, many of the women uh, before her in the music industry, like she's creating a brand, she's creating, you know, a fanhood. And I think that that's, you know, she's modeling for a lot of young women what it means to be successful. And I I, I just can't see the problem with it. But I, I don't know if I'm maybe naive to how people view it. Yeah, I mean, I think that there's been a lot of different, I think, theories uh, about what is it that is really uh, bothering people. Like, is it that, um, you know, football tends to be a, a male-dominated sport in terms of spectatorship and then having a focus on this successful woman or, you know, romanticizing and bringing uh, like a relationship into football? Uh, is that it? You know, is it that Taylor Swift is you know, extremely successful and powerful and, you know, that's distracting from what's going on. And, you know, is it just generally like, you know, men's egos and is it that something is taking away from what they want to focus on, you know, with the game? But to your point, a lot of people have really um, said that, you know, what might be destroying football is really some of the uh, some of the costs and, you know, the way that it's going to be broadcast in the future. And that Taylor Swift is not doing anything that the football league is are doing to themselves. And that, you know, this year, especially so many more people have started watching football because of the fact that the Kansas City Chiefs were playing so well and they were moving towards 
um, the Super Bowl and ultimately were in the Super Bowl. And then they were, there was a lot of interaction with Taylor Swift. I mean, I have to say that, you know, I'm, um, my daughter-in-law is a huge, uh, she's a Swifty and she, um, you know, is probably, you know, really follows Taylor Swift very closely. But I mean, what I know of Taylor Swift, you know, is sort of the, the every every dream that you would want, you know, to teach your child, like you can do anything you want. We support you if you want to have a music, you know, career. You know, this family uprooted themselves and went to Nashville to support, you know, a, a pretty young child's dream. I mean, she was like 14 when her family moved to Nashville, um, really on a hope and a dream that something would come of it. And, you know, the fact that she is an extremely confident woman, um, she has challenged uh, some of those stories where uh, singers, um, male and female, might be taken for a ride financially because they give up so much of their uh, power when they sign contracts. And there was a story a couple years ago, maybe less than two, where she re-recorded all of her own music because uh, somebody, you know, sort of... um, like, I don't know, sold music that she was trying to buy, but they sold it around her. And so she just said, okay, well, I'll just re-record everything and then I'll get people to buy my recording of it, my ownership of it. And you know what? It's a very, for me, strategically and from a business standpoint, I think it's a very um, it's a very important lesson that instead of feeling like you're being victimized, there's a way to take control of it and be proactive. Some people might think she was being aggressive. Some people might think that, you know, she isn't playing by the rules. But you know what? I don't think that the the people who sold the music from out under her were playing by the rules either. And she just found a way to outsmart them, honestly. And um, if she is just one of the highest, you know, rate, you know, earning women out there in the music industry, I think this era's, um, you know, concert series, the movie and everything else um has made over $1 billion globally. I mean, that is an immense amount of money for one concert in a couple of years of a person's life. And she's extremely successful. She's extremely smart. And so I think there's the opportunity is to really, you know, instead of bad mouthing her, is to be able to say with your to your children, male and female, you know, look at this person who is really, you know, a great example of somebody who knows what she wants to do, has a dream, went after it, is successful. Is, is generally pretty well liked by most people in her industry. Um, she's not catty. She doesn't talk about other women. You know, she doesn't do any of that. And she's extremely confident. She knows what she wants. Um, she's extremely respectful. She's very family oriented with her family and now Kelsey's family. I mean, I just, I'm, I'm, I'm at a loss for why there's all this bad mouthing of Taylor Swift. And I'm not by definition a Swifty. I enjoy her music. I, you know, uh, truly appreciate the amount of songwriting she can do and the fact that she can, you know, really turn anything into a hit song and that she takes raw emotion and is able to convert that into something beautiful that a lot of people appreciate. I mean, to me, that's something extraordinary. It's not something that she should be torn down about. But, you know, I think you and I probably agree, Alyssa, we're sort of confused about all this hoopla about Taylor Swift. Um, have you any other thoughts as I've been talking about, you know, sort of like my wanderings and musings about, you know, how much I admire her uh, for what she represents? And yet I don't understand why she is uh, made out yeah, to be I mean, so bad person. The only thought that I had was, you know, uh, and I don't know what her background like 
how much she watched like if her family was like a big football family or something like that i think like people would be like oh she's all of a sudden like you know a fan because she's dating one of the players or something like that like where was she before you know like i mean like that might be part of it like fair weather uh you know she's just cheering but like maybe she'll be dating somebody else in the future and she'll cheer for that team and i i, I don't know again I, i'm probably pulling at straws because there's there's not much here but I could see people saying like, you know, this is supposed to be about the players. This is supposed to be about the game. And we're pulling away from that. And I mean, we're having this conversation about Taylor Swift. And it's not about, you know, Kansas City. It's not about the Super Bowl. I mean, they won. But, you know, I think that they're almost diminished. Like, yes, they won the Super Bowl. And everybody, you know, who is a Kansas City fan is excited. Um. But at the same time, I think that there's a little it's got a little bit overshadowed by all of the Taylor Swift like news and outlets and things like that. So, again, I think that there is some some ability to kind of say, oh, she came in and now this is like popular. But, you know, what does that mean for like, again, if she started dating somebody else like, you know, what would that look like? So I, I can see that aspect. So that was the only thought that came to mind. But at the same time, I think that really at the end of the day, you know, uh, you and I were talking about, like, we kind of feel bad for her because she just so much in the limelight. Like she, I, I just saw this morning that she went and had chicken wings afterwards. And it was like, okay, like, I don't really know why that's news. Because, uh, you know, but she, everything that she does is under under scrutiny. Like everything any place that she goes you can't she can't really have any privacy and to me that's just unfortunate because she is a human being at the end of the day and she deserves to have some of that like time away from the limelight and you know away from the spotlight but I don't think that she gets that um and, and that takes its toll on people so it's unfortunate in that regard um but I mean yeah Go on. And I also, the only thing I was going to say, too, is, is that, you know, they made the media made such a big deal about the fact that, you know, she she was yeah. flying in from Tokyo because she was performing the day the night the day before. And I'm sure that concert schedule yeah. was planned like how many years ago or whatever. And so she makes, you know, every attempt to be there to support her, you know, her partner during this very important, you know, game in his career. And it's like, you know, even that is like wrong. She can't, she, you know, she's trying to be like most women. I mean, she's trying to be something for everyone, right? For her partner, for her career, you know, for the business relationship she has, the commitment she's made to her fans. Like she's trying to keep all those balls in the air. And all we can talk about is how much, you know, what, what is the uh, carbon footprint for her taking a plane from Tokyo to Vegas to watch this football game. And I'm like, really? Like she's performing in front of like how many thousands of people the night before having to focus on that job that she has. And then she has to take a 13 hour flight to, I mean, it's like nobody stops and thinks like, once again, the theme I think that I'm trying to find out is that we as women, you know, we try to do it all right. We have to take care of all these different people and we put ourselves last, you know, like she could have, you know, clearly nobody would have disputed if she said, you know what, I've got this last show in Tokyo, like, I'm going to have to miss your game. Like, 
But as women, we try to make everybody happy and we want to be there to support the people that we love. That's all she was trying to do. She was just simply trying to support her partner and be there for an important moment in his career. And we were all of a sudden worried about the amount of like fuel she was burning and how much money does she have that she could do that. And I mean, it was, I just get so frustrated because it's like, it's, is it because it's a woman is, you know, that's, and I'm not trying to create like angst for no reason, but I sometimes get to the point of like, if it, if this was a man who was doing this for a woman he loved, would there be as much scrutiny on that? I don't think that there would be. I think that it would Yeah, mean, I don't either. You know, I think that there would just be like, oh, he's there. They probably would have panned to him. Like, I mean, I'm trying to think of like, you know, somebody who would have, you know, similar uh, fandom. I, nobody comes to mind. I mean, like, nobody talks much about Usher. Poor guy. I mean, like, they, you know, there was a discussion about, uh, you know, which generation owns Usher, like the, you know, like, oh, this is my generation. But, like, there was, like, brief conversations. But, I mean, he did the halftime show. But, again, like, I think he got a little bit overshadowed. I felt bad for him because I think that, again, they were like, oh, it should have been Taylor Swift as a halftime show. Uh, I heard that. That's not me. That's not my opinion. But, um, I mean, you know, again, I think that there's... I don't think that there would be the same conversations if, you know. Yeah. And the other thing about it too is, is that, and I, and I don't, I mean, I, I think of a, a, a character, you know, like if, if somebody else was in this situation, especially somebody who loves publicity, I can think of a couple people like that, you know, they would have really mugged to the camera and she was really, in my opinion, you know, she was trying to stay out of the limelight. And I have to say that like you, you know, I'm not a real football watcher and usually by after the halftime show I'm done we're done with it but the game was so good and there was so much um, excitement about what was happening on the field that it really I don't think that she or even the commercials really held a candle to the game itself and you know just um, just what they were doing and and of course going into overtime and like we watched in my like Dan and I we watched the whole game and that's unheard of because usually, like I said, after the performance of the, you know, the halftime, that's really where our love for this event stops. But because the game was so good, it was, okay. you know, we wanted to see it till the end. And so I think that in itself is like evidence to me that it didn't, nothing really distracted, even the commercials, like everything paled in, com- you know, comparison to the actual sport that was going on and how hard both teams were playing, which is really what I was left with. I mean, I didn't care, you know, if Taylor Swift came on the field and, you know, kissed him or whatnot. I mean, I and, you know, by that time we were over it. But at the same, but people still talked about that. They still showed clips of that. Um, and it just amazes me. But, yeah, I think that's the, the, the struggle that I have is, you know, why it's such a big deal when it's a woman. And, you know, if if somebody else was doing some of these other things, you know, would it be a big deal? And there you know, a lot of people who who would probably argue with me and say, you know, no, that's not true. But I don't, I think that there would be a romanticism about a man who went to support, you know, his partner or his wife or something. You know, I mean, I think that there's still a lot of romanticism when, you know, men, you know, quote unquote, babysit their children or 
you know, they do something special for their wife. And it's like so much credit is given to a man for doing something that we expect him to do. But yet, you know, women who, you know, either, you know, there are people who just criticize or there are people who minimize or there are people who, you know, um, try to sort of distract from what's going on. And so I don't know. I mean, I almost feel bad because here I raised this topic and I raised it out of like surprise and confusion. Like, what is the big deal? But once again, it's one more person talking about Taylor Swift and the Super Bowl, which I understand that I'm creating my own problem with it. But I just, I, I guess, you know, for somebody who isn't, you know, a Swifty or somebody who really truly lives and dies by Taylor Swift, I just wanted to give her some, you know, credit for being so, I think, you know, I don't know, just so respectful and polite in this mayhem that she calls her life. I mean, I she just is, she's always very um, above board and she doesn't, she doesn't do anything to either draw attention to herself or, you know, distract from herself. I mean, she just, I think, tries to live her life the best way she can and is extremely successful at it. Um, but, you know, I just sort of wish we could leave them alone and let them, you know, figure out their relationship without 20 million opinions involved in, you know, every step that they take. And, um, you know, eating, it just makes me laugh because eating chicken wings is like one of the hardest things to do without getting your face all smeared with, you know, you know, hot sauce. And here this poor woman is probably being, you know, pictures taken and everything else. Like it's hard to just have a normal life, you know, and just try to do that. But yeah, I don't know if there's a lot more to say about it. I think the, the, what I come back to is that there was an opportunity to bring your kids and talk to your girls or, you know, you know, explore this, um, you know, this love that you may have for a sport and to in, enlarge that circle. And yet, you know, if there were a bunch of men who were criticizing and not taking the opportunity, then that truly is a wasted chance that, you know, you may not get again. Um, and so, I mean, I think that's really what, what I mean, we can't make it about anything more than that. Um, but mm. I mean, I, I stand behind it. I, I think it's unfortunate. Um, I see her for what she's doing is trying to support the person she she's with and, you know, kudos to her for doing what she thought was right. And, you know, t hats off for you to perform, you know, in such an energetic, cause she does long concerts too. They're usually three hours long. And then to then find the endurance, um, you know, maybe slept, she slept on the plane, but I mean, to be able to come in and, and to be uh, watching a game that is also extremely long. Um, and to really stand by and support somebody she cares for. I mean, I think it's really, it's a wonderful thing to see. And isn't that what, you know, a mutual relationship looks like? Right, exactly. I mean, I think that, you know, time will tell where this relationship goes, but I, I think that, you know, they're, they're definitely a power couple. And I, I think that, you know, now it will probably maybe lesson a little bit now the Super Bowl's behind them maybe they'll get you know the opportunity to kind of have a relationship not all the time in the spotlight but um, I think that that all comes with being you know as successful as Taylor Swift is it kind of comes with the territory too so um, I would agree I mean I, I don't know that I have much more to say about it but I, I think that it's definitely worth thinking about um, and so uh, as always we encourage our listeners to chime in let us know what you're thinking 
Um, you know, did you think that it was distracting to have Taylor Swift present at the Super Bowl? Or, you know, maybe you have a similar perspective that it didn't really take away from it. Um, or did you just watch the Super Bowl for Taylor Swift sightings? Yeah. Like any of the above is a possibility. So uh, let us know what you're thinking. Feel free to email us at the deconstruct deconstructed woman podcast at gmail.com or check us out on our Facebook page. We'd love to hear from you. And also, if you are listening to this and have subscribed, or if you haven't subscribed, make sure that you do and leave us a review so that we can uh, get our podcast out to more people. Um, so we'd love to hear from you and we will talk to you next time. Thank you for listening to our podcast, The Deconstructed Woman. If you like this podcast, please share it with your friends, rate this episode, or subscribe to be notified of all new content. We want to hear from you, our listener. Do you have thoughts on the discussions we're having? Want to share topic suggestions? Or want to join us for a topic that you're passionate about? Contact us at our email address, thedeconstructedwoman at gmail.com.